from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children! Welcome all to all my fantasy children. My name is Aaron Kitano Sayas. And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this is All My Fantasy Children. It's a character creation, world building, and collaborative storytelling podcast where each week Jeff and I raise a baby dragon into a we beautiful sure beast. It's really adorable. It's really adorable fun for the whole family. Mm-hmm. And what's really great about it is like you think that, like, you're going to watch it and just kind of have some fun for the kids, but there's an occasional little bit for the adults in the audience as well. Like, we we make sure to have a lot of fun for really the whole family. Wait, the and audience, wait, this is a live show. This is a live show every week. We bring a dragon egg on stage. <laughs> okay. We then crack it open with a hammer, which <laughs> sounds horrible, but is, in fact, the o- in fact the proper way to birth a dragon from an egg because their eggs are so strong oh, okay. that you have to crack it with a hammer. That's correct. Traditionally, a mother dragon would take it and smash it against a rock. Yeah. And thus, the magical power of the dragon would be unleashed and her baby would be born. And so we hit but it like we fucking Gallagher. Dragons, we hit it like fucking Gallagher, Jeff. <laughs> I was thinking more of like a tiny claw hammer. We just give it a crack and it kind of cracks open. Well, you know where my head is at. And, uh, you know, the dragon pops out. We play some games. We have a little bit of light interview. We let the dragon plug its projects. And, you know, we have some fun. We answer some listener questions. It's a whole lot of fun. The dragon really gets a nice profile boost from being on a podcast, from getting that sort of getting its name out there on the podcast circuit. It gets to promote any projects that it's working on. It's a lot of fun. We have coffee. We have drinks. It's great. It's a really great pay it forward experience. Welcome to yeah, all my yeah, fantasy yeah. children. Okay. <laughs> but in reality, we take a listener prompt each so, week uh, and we create the greatest the story. Dragon. Of- <laughs> Crack Door the Dragon. Uh, it's great to have you on the show. Um, so uh, here you're going to be doing a lot of great things. <laughs> Great, great. Let's uh, let's talk to some audience questions. This is great. Oh, it's like gentle. (laughs) I like that, that it's like a gentle, like, hey, everybody, welcome. Hey, hey, crack more the dragon. Uh, What's going on with you? Like, what 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 projects do you have going on? Well, I have a great podcast. It's just going to be kind of a current issues type affair, you know. Uh, Mm. Not trying to hone in on your territory or anything. (laughs) Let's take some audience questions. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) In reality... Our podcast takes a listener prompt, and each week we create the greatest story ever told. We sure do. Every single week. Every week. Every goddamn week. week. All right. This week. Our our prompt this week is a clown wearing a big hat. Greatest story ever told. (laughs) That's the best fucking story I ever told, Jeff. Is is there something you'd like to say about the clown wearing the hat? I thought you told me that was your favorite. You told me that was the best story you've ever (laughs) heard. It's the best story I've ever heard. Thank you. Jesus. Do we have a prompt this week? <laughs> we do have a prompt this week. Our prompt this week comes to us from our prompt submission tool from our website, allmyfantasychildren.com. The prompt comes to us from Drifter. And the prompt is a super brave halfling luchador. I'm very into this. I, I am 
I could not be more into this if I tried, Aaron. Yeah, you are. Okay, so I will admit, so before we start Junior Wizard, Jeff is the resident wrestling of all I kinds love, I love professional wrestling. I love it more than more than most things. I am in the sidecar this episode, just cheering him on and being like, I also think this. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it over to you a lot because like I know like wrestling stuff yeah. and I kind of want you to give us like a nice fantasy grounding in things. Ooh, I have I, a lot of wrestling specific prompts that I'm going to throw at you and I kind of want to oh, like fuck. for you to help kind of flesh out sort of the human story behind our, our wrestling hero. I'm fucking ready for that that sounds amazing before we do anything let's roll some pronouns oh god yes so roll a d6 you're going to take one to two is he his he his three to four she hers five to six is they theirs all right she is a luchador she is a luchadora so she is of the tradition of the masked wrestler let's kind of break this down a little bit because actually lucha libre is my favorite of all of the sort of veins of professional wrestling lucha libre is my favorite so Lucha, let me let me kind of break down sort of the big picture of Lucha and why it's so sort of amazing. Yeah. Take professional wrestling, which which let's give a brief. Actually, let's start with a brief primer of the fact that wrestling is just a thing in fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. Fantasy is like a very popular sport. Mm-hmm. And it, it is also like, a, you know, a battle for the ages type thing. Have we decided if it's a sport or it's like both entertainment and like clash of great warriors? I think we've kind of decided we talked about this extensively on the discord. And I yeah. remember kind of where like, let me let me throw this to you because this is kind of where I was feeling wrestling as being. Yeah, because for me, it's important that wrestling maintain an element of quote unquote, it's fake. Mm-hmm. Like the performative aspect of wrestling oh, is important. Oh yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I kind of want wrestling to be in fantasy is like real, actual, like combat for dominance, right? Like mm-hmm. it's you knock your opponent down, you get them to submit and say like I am done, I will fight no more. But like where the performance comes in is all of the there, all of the things you would think of as wrestling storylines are there. They're just kind of like built around tr- sort of more something closer to like a UFC fight. Oh, okay. Okay. But it's like we're going to have like a scheduled UFC fight where one of us gets knocked out and the other one is standing triumphant. But like backstage even as we are competing and we are having like actual physical competition, backstage we're like, "Oh, wouldn't it be cool if we told the audience that we were fighting because like you think that I am trying to like steal your magical powers and like I am like a magical vampire?" Okay. I love this a lot. And that's sort of where the fakeness comes from, is they're like, I know they're really fighting, but I don't think that person's a vampire. I don't think that person can really steal the soul of their their rival. Right. And it's like, it's like, you're going to fight me. Like, if I win, I'm going to, like, stand over you and, like, shake my hand in front of you. And you're going to, like, act like I've stolen your soul. And if you win and if you beat me, I'm going to, like you know, unleash all of my magical fury and we're going to have a bunch of, like, title matches set up for you. Okay, so the extent of my wrestling knowledge is um, a lot of it has to do with that YouTube video of the guy who pretends to be a snake. Have you ever seen that YouTube video? You mean a friend of Party of One podcast of Vidi and the Cobra? My, like, actual good friend? Yes. That is that it? That's, that's that, yes. like, viral video of yeah. casting a spell and, like, charming is the a... most illegal move in professional wrestling, hypnosis? Holy, Jesus Christ, Jeff, you're famous. I love, I, I, we just happen to, like, know each other, and it, he's, I, Ophidian is my favorite wrestler and also just a friend of mine. I love him. Hey, Ophidian, if you're listening to this, love you, buddy. Wow. Okay, so our wrestler, 
uh she's a luchadora it's it's that's that's what it is the that would that's the, the technical term for yeah because it it has its roots in spanish and spanish it is luchadora okay great so what what's her gimmick do you think she's a gimmick or is it just a mask let's talk about the mask do you want to do the mask first because i read on wikipedia before we started that the mask is like a shout out to like it can be like history gods yeah it like informs your character it is the thing that is important to you it is kind of like your character in a nutshell is reflected through your mask i dig it okay so do you want to start at the gimmick or do you want to start at the person behind the gimmick so what i think i want to do and i want you to think about like as i'm kind of throwing you out suggestions and i have questions for you because i've got a twist for you okay but i want you to start thinking about like here's the question why is this woman putting on a mask to wrestle? Mm. Why is this putting on putting on a mask that is so expressive to wrestle? And the other part of it, the two other parts of it that I think are very important. She is wearing this mask all the time. And she is so strongly invested in this masked persona that she is ch- she is challenging people to it, which I think is part of where her bravery comes in. Is she's like, I will I will ban I will take off this mask and and abandon this identity that i've put energy into i will give of myself i will take away my energy or my presence myself my being if you can best me in combat i want you to think about like what would make her do that okay it's either like you know the first thing that comes to my mind is like the reason anyone would create like a persona like it generates confidence within you or like an inner strength i was thinking kind of like a furry at first you know like a persona Mm -hmm. like uh you know what i mean like a Something that exemplifies qualities that you have and it makes the best of you or exemplifies qualities that you wish you had and like it kind of embodies into like a being or mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of, my other thought is like a superhero where it's like I do this to fight for so and so because this happened to me. I use this to like work through it or like to fight for those who have no voice. I represent something bigger than myself. I love both of those, and actually, like, I was thinking, I kind of was leaning in a direction, and kind of both of those hit on something that I think is really cool. Okay. And I think this grounds us in a time and place. Yeah. And adds a really cool cultural detail. Okay. Let's talk about the hat of many faces. Fuck yes, okay. Used in a professional wrestling context by Slip Willis, professional wrestler, granted them the ability to don any face that they chose. Yes. They became the most popular wrestler in fantasy. Mm -hmm. They became this. People knew who they were, despite the fact that they had a thousand faces. What if, this is my pitch to you. Okay. That becomes something akin to masked wrestling culture. Okay. So that's like the the standard that's set is to not, you never use your own identity or you use several. It creates this idea of you are cultivating this persona. Mm. And so I think it's more than just a mask because it's fantasy and we can kind of take it in any direction. It's like costumes and like accessories, which I guess is also very Lucha Libre. But like it's it's you're creating this entire elaborate theatrical persona. Okay, And it's the idea is that it is it is the cultural growth from Slip Willis being the bearer of a thousand faces. So that kind of gives me the thought that, like, Slip Willis comes, right, and, like, has no identity, shape, look, you know what I mean? Is just mm-hmm. a wrestler and is, like, a hero. That kind of inspires, like, a generation of wrestlers to, like, change what wrestling is. So it's, like, yeah. is it, like, an era of re- – you know how there's different eras in wrestling, I yeah. think? This one becomes, like, the mask era. 
Yeah, and this becomes like the era, almost the era of self-expression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through like mask work, like in theater, like you, you know, like the mask can be anything. You can be anything with it. It can mean like a million things. And it kind of becomes uh, an era of like self-expression, of identity, of things like that. Or people are using these masks in wrestling to like make, create a message whether it's something grandiose like Slip Willis is, where it's about like identity and self-expression, mm-hmm. or it can just be like, I represent my town or I represent the concept of fury. You know what I mean? It becomes mm-hmm. something more. Th- I think the theatrics outweigh. It becomes like more important to people. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely I think that's absolutely what it is. Fuck yeah. Because that's also very true to professional wrestling and Lucha Libre, but it also is, has this fantasy flair. Because because we're talking about people who can conjure magic. Yes. Imagine, like, the acrobatics and combat of Lucha Libre, coupled with, like, suddenly I can fly and throw a lightning bolt, and you leap out of the way and grow a pair of wings and fly at me. And it it... I think it takes on this theatrical flair and it takes on this extreme sense of self-expression of like, this is this is who I am and this is what I represent to the world in sort of this. It kind of, I think, almost takes on an element of the theatricality of wrestling with, it, you know, it kind of, I think, moves a little bit more towards theater away from being the sort of UFC combat thing. Mm. Because suddenly it's suddenly it's OK, we're actually going to fight at some point. Yeah. But we're going to, like, as we're fighting, like, basically, almost if you picture, like, in between rounds of a UFC fight. Yeah. They were suddenly like, and then we're going to flip, I'm going to throw some lightning bolts at you, and then we're going to get back to it. I fuck with this. This is good. Because it just generally means that the culture of wrestling has shifted to people making something bigger than themselves. Like, each match kind of means something more, I think, then. So the wrestling has become, like, a statement as well. You yeah. know, it, it used to be like UFC where like two really powerful people. But if it's more like UFC, that's just like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm a wrestler, but like I don't have like a message and a persona. I think Slip was the first person to do something more than that by being like, I have no persona. I am this. I am this crowd. I am the people in this building. Fuck. And suddenly that changes wrestler. That changes wrestlers across the board. Okay. So our wrestler. Are they, is she directly inspired by Slip Willis? Meaning, like, is this the person who, like, you know, the disciple is the best word I can think of, of Slip Willis, the protege. Not, like, trained by, but, like, in, like creates, re- revives that style of wrestling. Or is the protege. So here's what I will throw out. I'm going to throw out my twist to you, Aaron. Fuck yes. Is that my prompts, my, like, prompts for you and questions for you. As we're talking about professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. As this is a podcast about role-playing games on some level. Yeah. I figured what we would use as inspiration for our character this week. Oh, shit. Is a role-playing game that is very close to my heart. That is called Worldwide Wrestling. Fuck. Yes, this game is so good. I have some character sheets in front of me, some gimmicks in front of me. Two of them specifically, the Luchador and the High Flyer. Oh, hell yeah. And I'm going to throw you out some prompts and sort of take take the ones that you think are great. And th- I think these will kind of inspire like the story that we want to tell who this woman is and what we kind of think, because you've already described what I think the first one I want to use is, which is one of the uh, the moves that a, a luchador has. One of the abilities that a luchador character has in worldwide wrestling is to be what is called El Hijo Day. So El, what El Hijo Day, another wrestler being Spanish for the son or daughter of. The idea in wrestling is that is the specific term you are given if you are a blood relative of another wrestler. Otherwise, you would be called 
like uh, so-and-so junior. Mm. This is a very specific naming complainer that I take very seriously. Okay. But like this idea of being somebody of, 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 of her inheriting this kind of idea from Slip Willis directly is very appealing to me. I fuck with this. So there's someone who like knew Slip Willis and studied under them. Like, yeah, like she I think she sought out Slip Willis. I, OK, I love this. Um, so can I give you a pitch? Mm hmm. So seeking out Slip Willis, one is not easy at all. Like fucking, you know, you never know what they look mm-hmm. like. So like in real life, it's almost impossible to find them. Oh, yeah. So I had thrown out like the idea once of like some kind of mean Joe Green scenario on the discord where mm-hmm. like a kid is on the subway, you know, who's like struggling with something, you know, they're wearing a slip Willis shirt and across the mem- from them on the train, like there's like this dragon man or something like someone on the train across from them. Mm-hmm. And as someone walks by their, you know, direct vision, they look back and it's like another person. There's like a dwarf mm-hmm. woman sitting in front of them and they know that it's Slip Willis and Slip Willis gives them like a little wink heads off the train. Is it something like that? Except they like follow them off the train. They're like, holy shit, you're Slip Willis. Yes, I love that. I love that it. I almost think I love that it's here's the detail I want to add to that. Yeah. I think Slip Willis doesn't do it intentionally. Mm. They just happen to change their their appearance at just the right moment. This woman, like this girl, I think she's a young girl at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Like sees that, makes the connection. And that's when Slip Willis kind of winks and is like, okay, cool. Like you saw it. And then she follows her and is like, hey, I saw you wrestle like five years ago and it cha- like and it changed my life. So she seeks them out to be like, hey, I want to like study under you. And they say like, yes, or is it because once again, we did the slip with us like Hercules thing. Or mm-hmm. is it like absolutely or like, you know, you can train with me. You know, I, I, I'm not good at training montages besides like, you know, Philatides, like go clean the Aegean stables type shit. I think what I want it to be is not at first. Okay. And here's why. Okay. Slip Willis has been burned by their trainer. Yes. And so they do not want to find themselves in that position later. Mm. So I think they're hesitant, but they have, but they eventually kind of acquiesce. I like that. So the question is why? What, what kind of makes Slip change their heart on this? Is it something that, is it something that, let's see if we can come up with a good, we're going to have to come up with two names, like a person name and a wrestler name. Yeah. So they're a halfling, so it's got to be some kind of vegetable or plant. Right, right. A plant name, last name. I'm going to see if I can find a good plant-themed wrestler. I like that. Because their name should be dorky. Like, her real name should be pretty fucking dorky. Mm -hmm. But then her wrestler name could be, like, a vicious plant name. Like Venus, Mm -hmm. you know, Flytrap. Flytrap is their last name? Flytrap is their last name. Okay, great. (laughs) Florina Flytrap. Oh, is that the wrestler name? Yep, that's the wrestler name. Oh. Their real name is uh, uh, is it Fern Damp Soil? <laughs> Fern Damp Soil. Her name is Fern Fern Damp. I know. I want to paint your. I want to paint you a picture of Fern Damp Soil. Okay. Okay. Fern Damp Soil. You know, I think this is a kid in what P Guild or Truth doesn't fucking matter. Is in P Guild. Well, actually, this is kind of the first question that I want to ask you. Okay. We have hailing from now. This is oh. obviously obviously uh. Florina Flytrap is going to come up, is going to have a different answer, and we can talk about that later when we know, when we know Fern and Florina better. Okay. Where do we, where do we think that, that, uh, Fern is from? Okay. I see Fern, Fern Damp Soil as being from, around Pre-Ether Guild, there's a haunted forest, right? 
Mm-hmm. I would say like just outside of the main city from like a small community of people who live outside the forest, just like, mm-hmm. you know, living off, not living off the land, but just like not in the big, like a suburb of Purithia yeah. Guild that's right outside the haunted forest. Has to travel for a while to get to where like shows are held. Yes. Like it's not. So my idea for Fern Damp Soil is that this is a kid who had to work to see the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, not the whole, like, I got to sit, pan- like, yes, fuck it. No, it is like, I save all my pennies. I have a part, because how old is she right now? Like, 14, 15? Yeah, we'll say 14. I actually have, I I, I want to I wanna make this a little bit, like, more poignant. Okay. She saw the show because she was working selling snacks. <gasps> Ooh, I like that. She was, like, working selling snacks, you know, raising a little money for herself. Like, her parents... Her dads could sell, like, make enough money to live comfortably or to, like, support themselves. Yeah. But she didn't really have a budget to, like, live the life of a teenage girl. Okay. Or, like, live the life of a teenager. You know what I mean? She didn't have, like, the money to do fun things. So she had to get this job probably earlier than a lot of other kids. Yeah. In order to just have that sense of financial, that sense of financial freedom. I mean, also, like, going to fucking wrestling matches is not cheap IRL. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's not like there's shitty seats, but like you can get a really great seat if you're in the aisle in the first row slinging fucking popcorn. Well, there's an interesting, I think, yes, I think that's, tr- I'm going to, I think, let's go with that. I, I, I raise issue with that, but let's go with it. Why? What's, what's wrong with that? Well, cause there's, 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 prof- there's like the WWE professional wrestling, which is not cheap, but also like the, like outside of that, mm. it becomes very much more like, okay the art of the working class person. I, okay, I like this a lot, and this is why it's important to me, that idea. So, a lot of times, like, if you're a super famous comedian, you'll Mm -hmm. go to, like, the Chuckle Hut underneath a McDonald's to work your bit, right? So, Slip Willis, of course, has no identity, has no, like, physical appearance set. So, they can go anywhere and wrestle under whatever name, under whatever guile, and, like, no one would fucking know. So, I think this person is going to, like, you know, the small time, not what we would think of as like, not the WWE, like a oh, local yeah. wrestling arena, like it a is, flea in a bing, market. In a bingo hall or a flea market. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah. it's like yeah. wrestling yeah. to practice like, you know, a new move. And I think, do they, do they notice that it's Slip Willis? Because they're such a super fan. Is it that I think so. I love that. I love that idea. They see I through love, the guys. I love that like, idea. Wait a yes. minute. Based on those moves... And I I know that move. I know that move. I've seen the prototype before. And I know Mm -hmm. that Slip Willis. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Slip Willis. Like, I recognize that specific taunt. (laughs) It's because, like, I've seen, like, I've seen, like, paintings of that. Or, like, I've seen pictures of that in in Rose's Guide. Can I give a, a, a detail about Slip Willis? Yeah. So Slip Willis, at the end of the day, like, you know, this really amazing story about this, this person. They're a shit talker. Mm-hmm. When they're in the ring, like this is a trash bar at the oh, end of they, the day. This is a shit talker. So oh, they talk. They talk so much trash. And I think because it's like a practice round for Slip, like you know they're they're practicing some shit. They notice that like wait a minute, that person repeated a line of Slip Willis. Oh my god, that is Slip Willis. Like Slip yeah. Willis oh, in this that. legendary match was like you know why don't you go fuck yourself or something? I don't fucking know. And then they said it again in that exact cadence and it came with like a different voice, but they were like, oh my God, that's fucking Slip Willis. And that's, I think, where the follows them onto the train thing is. Mm -hmm. Where it's, and then what what is that? What comes from that? 
You know what I mean? Like says, oh my God, I've been a fan all my life. Or like you changed the world. Is it? Is it not the conversation? Is it not about yeah. wrestling and more about what you're doing with the art of wrestling is has changed my perspective on what this sport could be? I, I kind of love that idea. I love the idea that like they want so because I think this is a very real experience when you see somebody who like makes something that you deeply, deeply love. Yeah. And like you're trying to like have that moment and like you have that thought. I think she has the thought in her head of. Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, fangirl this. I don't want to, like, embarrass myself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So she's trying to, like, she does the thing that you, that, like, she plays it too cool. (laughs) Where she's just like, yeah, no, I really, I really think that, like, I think Slip Willis, I I just think that what they're doing as as a theatrical performance is really fascinating. And she's not saying, like... I've dreamed of the day I could, I was raising money to go to the big stadium to watch you wrestle because it's all I've ever, you're the one wrestler I've ever wanted to see. And she's not saying that. And that's kind of sad, but also very real. I love it. So now what's the next step? You know, is it, is it just Slip Willis like leaves them a letter that's like, hey, meet me in the haunted forest and we'll start punching trees or something. Or is it like, or is it learns from example type thing? Is it just someone who was inspired by Slip Willis? And like Slip Willis, what gives them the okay to like, you know, be the inheritor of this persona type thing? You know, is it that I, kind of tale, hmm, or is it trained directly? I'm trying to. What do you what What do you think is what? Do, where do you want to? What do you think? Because I could kind of go either way. I kind of like the idea that Slip, because of their bad experiences with Mister Jeans, just does not want to. Backstory dump, Slip Willis was betrayed by Mr. Jeans in the ring, who tried to steal the hat of many faces. They had to have a ladder match to re-win it. It was a very, like, it was a very painful thing. Because I think, unlike a lot of wrestling storylines, Mr. Jeans very genuinely betrayed them in the ring. Yeah. And so I kind of, I wanted to avoid, like, the, you know, I'll take you under my wing and, like, I teach you all my moves. Because this person creates their own, per- like, we all have heroes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We all have people we look up to. And more times than not, we do not get to have them mentor us directly. But their work mm-hmm. can still inspire, yeah, like, I what our that. work becomes. And I think it's especially important in the lesson of Slip Willis of, like, this identity thing that Slip Willis does where it's like, you know, you don't have to have a look. It's about who you are and what you represent. And I think that alone can inspire <clears throat> the mask. Because it's about the mask. Maybe that's what it is, right? Maybe Slip is just like, look, I don't, I could train you, but I'm not going to be very good at it. But also, like, hearing you talk about what I do, I think you got a better handle on it than I do. I think you're going to be fine. Do your thing. Don't, don't think that you need, don't think you need a trainer to teach you how to be you. I made that mistake. I don't need this. Mm. And so they shake her hand and they say, hey. I'll see you in the ring in two years and then walks off. Okay. So this, she goes, uh, Fern goes home and like crafts a mask. Is that the idea? I kind of like, I kind of like that. I like the idea that, that basically slip is like, you know what you're doing, whether or not you think you do meet me in the ring, get to a point where you can challenge me in the ring. And I will, I will, I will, I'll stare you down. Like I'll give you, I, this, this is how, like, and that's kind of how their work inspires Fern is like, okay, I have to. I have to figure out how to get to a point where I can challenge Slip Willis. Okay. So I have a fantasy twist to yeah, yeah, yeah. wrestling. So fantasy is a place of magic, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the making of the mask. 
I think is what, where the gap from 14 year old, you know, just little pipsqueak being like, I want to be a wrestler. Like Fern, how Fern damp soil becomes, what was it? Something fly trap? Uh, Florina fly trap. Florina fly trap is a, like a quest. Like you can't just make a mask out of cloth. You know what I mean? It has to be like, it's almost like forging a sword through like a journey. Yeah. It's like, you don't just make a mask. You have to like build it and earn it. And it's, it's of course magically fucking infused. This one at oh, least. Yeah. I think this one definitely is. Because I'm trying yeah, to figure out sure. what's like the journey now to becoming Florina Flytrap. And I think it's a good opportunity to have like a character building journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you like Slip Willis, it wasn't Slip Willis just by putting on the hat. No, Slip Willis had to find out who Slip Willis was. Yes, and this person has to as well. Which is why I have for a fantasy twist on this. So, okay, so of course goes without saying, um, Venus Damp Soil has some wrestling moves, yes, but they're mm-hmm. like shitty. So this is like a level one wrestler. Yeah. She and that's the first step of it is she has to like learn how to wrestle. She has to learn how to fight. She has to learn like unarmed combat. Okay. And what do you think is the best way to do that? Do you think rolling on like a quest because I have quest tables in front of me? Let's roll on a quest table. Here's what we'll do. Let's roll on a quest table. Okay. And whatever the result is, she did it. That's how, and then we'll figure out within that quest how it taught her how to fight. Okay. Give me a D100, please. 73. All right. Madeline Hale's Table Fables, 73. Oh, wow. A fire demon who slept deep within a dormant volcano has awakened. Now it requires a sacrifice at least once a week. And the townsfolk are getting desperate. So there's basically a giant demon of fire that has awoken. Yeah. And they they defeat it, right? Yep. She 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 bests it in unarmed combat. So she's strong as fuck. Yeah. How and why? She just is? You know what I mean? Mm. And I don't mean to complicate it like that. I just mean like, you know, what is it about them that makes them so powerful that they could kill a fucking demon? I think what I want it to be. Okay. Because it's a fire demon. Yes. What immediately comes to mind is things like walking on coals. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, holding your hand over an open flame. Okay. Callousing your, you know, uh, the Marge Simpson callousing her finger with well, a course, lighter. With a lighter. So she could so, so and put a needle against it and not pierce the skin. <laughs> Basically, what I'm picturing is that she becomes so powerful by virtue of just like, she just keep like always gets up. I have a pitch for you. Yeah. So the thing about this name that we have, this uh, Felicia Flytrap? Florina Flytrap. Florina Fern fir- fir- Damp Soil becomes Florina Damp. Er, <laughs> Fern Damp Soil becomes Florina Flytrap. So Florina Flytrap's gimmick, I think, is plant creation, like plant okay. magic, right? Is that yeah. is that f- safe to assume? She's a halfling. You know, she's from yeah, that region. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, so I think that... Her training starts out in the haunted forest and like just getting used to this kind of stuff, you know, summoning. Does she like create vines and like, oh, I'll be I think. okay, here's my pitch for you. That's also like a character development thing, because I don't know a lot Mm -hmm. about wrestling. So uh, my idea is that she creates a gimmick for herself, because, of course, if there's going to be character growth, she has to fall flat on her face. Yeah. So my idea is she's in the haunted forest training by her house and she's practicing by like, all right, and my gimmick will be like vines and my super move will be a giant fly trap that gobbles you up, blah, blah, blah. And she's getting good at it, like her moves and she's practicing with friends and like roping them up and doing all her super moves until there's a fire demon in the town nearby. 
Mm-hmm. You know, no one, no hero shows up. And she's like, this is my perfect opportunity to flex on what I've been doing. So she goes and what is the bad thing about being a plant magician with a fire demon? It doesn't mm-hmm. go well. But why does it go well? You said she keeps getting up. That's her like thing. She wants this really bad, right? Yeah. And I think what it is, is like, here's, here's my pitch. I've been hearing what you're saying. Here's my pitch. She goes to this fire demon who is demanding a sacrifice. I think it is that the fire demon is demanding like destruction Mm -hmm. and is basically like pick a house. I will consume that house with flame every week. I will consume another house with flame. You can rebuild a house if you want, but you have to pick one of these houses and it will burn. She goes and she's like, if you bet, if you, if I can beat you with my magic and physical combat, you will never again ask for this. If I lose, you can burn as many houses as you want. Oh my God. That you just set up a fucking luchador match. And so she's like, she's like, you do this, you can burn 10 houses. And she loses. She just gets beat. Gets beat bad. She almost loses. Okay. She gets beat bad. And the demon's like, I will, I will consume 10 houses. And she like, her plants are, are ash around her. Her mask is like half burned off. And she's like, I'm not done. Keep me down. I have to stay down for a 10 count. I'm not out yet. And the demon just keeps going. And she just keeps getting up and keeps making more plants until finally the demon is just like, I, I can't beat you. I could destroy you in flame, but I can't get you to stay down and to give up. I love this because I think there's a moment in this in this little quest detail where like this demon is beating her ass bad, right? And she keeps yeah. summoning, you know, walls of plants and they're blown away. And keeps like, you know, using plant magic to like heal her injuries and be like, I'm back. I'm back. Round two, motherfucker. And I think what a big important lesson is in this moment of her life is that this it's this gimmick, right? This gimmick mm-hmm. of plants, you know, this whole thing of like, I'll best you with my super move, Venus flytrap. You know, I think she has to figure out in this moment that she's more than just the gimmick. Yeah, she is. She has an inner strength. And that's what Slip Willis had. Yeah, exactly. It's about who Fern is, because what I'm getting from Fern Damsoil slash uh, Florina Flytrap, Florina Flytrap, God damn it, is that this is a person with an indomitable will. This is someone. What's up? Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say, I love that. Finish your thought, because I want to take, I, I want to throw things in a slightly different direction that is in the same line of things, but I think is really good. Because it's an indomitable will story. You know, this is someone who, mm-hmm. if they want something, they fucking go and get it. If mm-hmm. they need money to see wrestling, they go get a job. If they want to talk to Slip Willis, they follow them onto the train after a, and just say like, I think I'm pretty sure you're Slip Willis. And they call out Slip Willis to give them praise. Uh, uh, so here's my pitch. Here's how I picture this going down. Okay. She shows up and she's like, I will beat you. If I can beat you, if if I can stop you, if I can get you to give up this fight, you will never again ask for destruction. If you beat me in this one match, you can burn this entire town. And she conjures like, and she conjures like vines and grabs the demon's arms and the demon just laughs, snaps his fingers, they burn to ash and he towers over her and he's like, okay. And she's like, he starts to reach for her neck and she like conjures like another vine, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like doing this and she's against a wall and she's just about to like get destro- get like set ablaze by this demon. And she's just like, Ugh, this isn't working. Like I can't stop you. And he's like, then give up. Give up or I will I will I will render you into ash. And she stops and she thinks, what would Slip do in this situation? And she smiles and she's like, 
Yeah, you, you craggly stone-faced chump. <laughs> Shit talk. She just starts, and she like she's like what she's like what Slip would do when they were thoroughly outmatched was just brat like pure confidence, just completely get you know kind of Spider-Man style. I think yeah, of yeah, just yeah. that indomitable will of like of like I am outmatched. You will beat me if you if you get a hold of me. You will beat me. So I'm going to get you angry enough that you make a mistake. Mm. And I think that's exactly what she does. She draws the demon out of like the volcano cave where it is like rain, like a torrential downpour. And as the demon like fades into obsidian stone, she's like, I, I did it. I win. I bested you. I didn't best you with my magic. I bested you because I was the better fighter because I was smarter than you. I had the five. I was not going to let you win. That's how I win. Okay, so how does this translate transition over to wrestling? You know what I mean? Like, how does this fuel the, like, who is Florina Flytrap? You know what I mean? Like, who's the persona? I think she's the fly, like, this kind of translates to me into a persona a little bit. Okay. I kind of picture her as a fly, like, and it, it's appropriate that we go, like, thinking about a fly trap, the idea that it waits for you to come, it waits for you to, for the fly to enter the fly trap mm. and then... Slam shut. Springs the trap. Yeah. We have a she, trap she, kind of, she is acrobatic and agile. Thinking of like Lucha Libre, like Ophidian Cobra that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. She's acrobatic. She's tricky. She's slippery. She's Spider-Man-esque. You know, she's flipping around. You try to hit her with a clothesline. She catches your arm and like spins in a circle and then stands up and is like, missed me. Try again. And she waits and she gets you like worn out by just you're not able to land that first punch. She's just, she, you don't get her, you can't get her off her feet. You can grab her and try to suplex her and she'll follow through and land straight on her feet and be like, easy peasy. I love this. Okay. So I'm thinking about like in Dungeons and Dragons or like a fantasy setting, how like one of the spells is always like ensnare, you know what I mean? And like mm -hmm. the nature magic would be like ensnare you in vines. I think the mm -hmm. vines just kind of become like a nuisance. Like everything yeah. is about like slowing you down, uh, you know, controlling your movements, controlling your emotions, like getting you pissed off, getting you distracted mm -hmm. by like a hive of bees or like vines that grab your ankle and you slip at the last moment. And it's about like that one moment like this. The demon taught her that it's just about one moment is all you need to mm -hmm. win the match. Uh, and I think he probably even starts out the fight by being like, the second I get a hold of you, I will render you into ash. You realize this. Yes. And she's like. We can work with that. Okay. I dig it. And it's about, okay, so the story of the demon. Can I give mm -hmm. a twist on it? Yeah. The first time that she goes to this mountain, you know, of a, this, this cave of obsidian and stuff like that, this volcano, she goes and she gets her ass beat, right? She just goes being like, I'm just going to go and flex my new moves. I think she, I think she, I think I, I, I like the idea that she gives, like, yeah, I think the first time she goes, she gives, like, she uses, she relies on her magic. Yeah. The demon snaps his fingers, renders everything into ash, and, like, reaches towards her, and she's just like, I can't do it. Yeah. I give up. Exactly. You're good. You, you've got me beat. She thinks that her magic will be enough, and it's not. And before he even lays that hand on her, because if he lays that hand on her, he's going to kill her. Yes. So he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna set you afire now, and she's like, I, I, you'll win. I give up. And it takes her that second time of, like, I have to rely on me for who I am. Okay, so she's a shit talker IRL. Basically. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so Fern Damp Soil, is she a shit talker or is it just inspired by Slip Willis? I think Florina is a shit talker. Mm. I think Fern is like kind of quiet and reserved and very serious. I want to get to know uh, Fern Damp Soil a little bit because now we know Florina Flytrap is like this, this gimmick wrestler where like she created an identity 
that's about what what is the identity about? Because we said now that wrestling it stands for something more than just you know I am Fern Damsoil and I like wrestling. Like what does uh, Florina Flytrap like represent stand for in the tradition of Slip Willis? I know that's a hard question. Uh, I actually think it's kind of easy when you think about like her origin. I think Florina Flytrap is like I will stop people from hurting other people. Mm-mm. Right? Yeah. No. Like absolutely. Like she's like every, I I stopped this demon because this demon was hurting people. I let I my my weakness my moment of fear let this demon destroy ten homes. And so she's like I will never back down from a fight again because if I do someone else is going to get hurt in my stead. They're a brave halfling, Jeff. A super brave, brave halfling. So it's about courage. It's about protecting what you love, even if mm-hmm. even if your back's against the wall. If there's something important on the line, like you can't in life or in the ring or in like a fight, it, there comes a time when you cannot back down from something. You have to face it and you have to use what you have to, to overcome an obstacle. Yeah. And that's what that's what Florina Flytrap represents in the world. I fuck with this because this is now that I'm thinking about it, like Fern Damsoil is someone who is just brave. Like mm-hmm. she's a very brave individual. Like I when I was 15, I would not work in a fucking wrestling, you know, arena and stuff like that and follow my hero on a train. And like we said, this is someone who goes after what they want. This is someone who like yeah. trained their power in the woods and like went after a demon. This is someone that's, who's brave. Like that's so brave. Like that's so brave. It's just being like, I want this. I'm not going to let my own doubt of whether or not I can make it happen stop me. I have to do it, even if it scares me. Like, that's the picture of bravery. Yeah. That's the bravest thing of them all. And this is also someone who, they're they're setting a new trend. No one in wrestling right now in fantasy wears a mask. No one really has mm-hmm. a persona. Like, you go in there as, like, Steve Steve Brown is, like, the new wrestler, and he's, like, really fucking strong, and he uses an axe. And then here comes someone with, like, a cartoonish superhero persona. Yeah, like a plant, like a plant and flower themed with like a whole fly trap kind of mask or like inspired by a Venus fly trap. And she's just like, bring it. Yeah, like enters the ring and does the whole like anime like, oh, ho, 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 ho. like, you know, it's a whole fucking production where people are like, who is this person? It doesn't matter. It, I don't care who the person under the mask is. Florina fly trap is, I think. OK, so the gimmick of the wrestling matches, uh, I have a, I have an idea. The gimmick of every wrestling match with Florina Flytrap is not the underdog like comes back for the win, but is like in a match that like she should not be able yeah. to win. She's constantly under on. She's constantly outmatched. Yeah, she's constantly like she's she is the underdog's underdog. I'm thinking if you know there's a wrestler who's getting their ass beat. The the wrestling match is happening, and then the villain calls in a friend, and they hit the wrestler with a chair, and now it's two on one. Florina Flytrap Florina, like, will emerges appear. from the ground, yes, from like the from ground, in like a giant yes, yes. and like pod the pod bursts, and she steps out, and she's like, no, no, not not on my watch, oh. not on my turf. This is like a Deus Ex Machina character in the in the storyline where it's like if you're doing something fucked up, and the and your back is against the ropes, or if there's like a villainous character like. Okay, is for my question for you is in the WWE is McMahon evil? Yeah, yes, yes. I mean, yes, the McMahons are all evil. Okay, so say the commissioner of the worldwide wrestling organization in fantasy is like a good guy, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, like you know, the two villain characters are beating their ass, like, and they're in the remember the Steve Stone called Steve Austin hospital yeah. trip. Yeah, yeah, it's that scenario when like someone's back is against the wall and they're like crying out for help. 
who shows up, no other wrestler but Florina Flytrap. And that's sort oh, of yeah. like heroic, ridiculous, you know, sil- not silly, but sort of like overly theatric, gimmicky wrestling becomes like hilariously popular, like amazingly popular. Where like yeah, in the it. hospital, a fucking pod smashes through the window and she like double suplexes these two villains. And it's like, I will protect you. I'm here. But then vanishes in like another pod or something. Mm-hmm. I fuck with this. And I think the really fun part about this is that we've is that because we established like the storyline half of wrestling is like kind of staged. Yeah. It means that there's a lot of conversations with people of like of like, okay, cool, we're gonna have like a two on two match. We're gonna have we've got Florina Flytrap and we've got like and we've got like Lil Tim Big Heart. Oh fuck yeah. His heart's real big. His heart's so big. I love him. <laughs> I love him. And they're like, okay, cool. We got Florina. We got Florina Flytrap. We got Little Timmy, Big Heart, and we've got like the Muscle Brothers. Okay. So what we're okay. So how are we going to set this up? And like they're having these really friendly conversations of like, oh, so maybe if we just like bum rush the commissioner. Oh yeah, and I'm going to come out of the pod. This is going to be so good. This is going to be so good. Hey, be- hey, let the best let the best fighter win. And they shake hands, and then they go out like, yeah, well, let's beat up the commissioner. Yeah. I love it because also like the because Fern Damsoil is like a person who is inspired by this mysterious figure in wrestling where no one knows mm-hmm. who they are. I think it's a cool thing that this character kind of appears every time and then disappears. Yeah, like is not is never like on the car. Yeah, like if you're afraid, like this person will show up. It's kind of like a superhero of the wrestling ring, sort mm-hmm. of like how Slip showed up into Fern's life to kind of make yeah. it like a cute circular story. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to roll on background tables for Fern? Do you think that's like the pin in the story? Or is there something else we're missing? I, I, have, I have one last pin and then we'll roll on background Fuck, tables. Fuck, I, I need these pins. Florina flourishes. She is the top of the world. She is the ace. She is a hero. She is everything that she wanted, she wants to be. She makes her dream happen in the way that Fern was always going to make her dream happen because Fern knew herself and knew what she wanted. And so the final thing that we see in this episode before we roll on some background tables is the one and only time Florina Flytrap is announced for a match in advance. And it is the biggest main event in fantasy wrestling history. And it is a mask, it is a persona versus persona match. Florina Flytrap wagering her mask against Slip Willis wagering the hat of many faces. Oh my god. And backstage, the two of them smile and shake hands and Slip just says, told you you were going to do great. I'll see you out there. Who wins? I have to know. Who knows? Oh, man. Okay, so in the in, in, Luchador, in Lucha Libre, like, if you lose, you lose your mask, yeah? Does that ever happen? If, if in, a, in a mask versus mask match, most matches are not that. But, like, in a particular, if, if it is declared that, it is, like, the most important thing. Like, more important than a title match. Oh, okay. And if that, ha- and if you lose, you lose that mask forever. Like, you take it off. My question for you is, what would happen, do you think, in this scenario, if Fern Dampsoil lost Flytrap? You know what I mean? Like, what would, would she be okay with that? Or is it just like, you know, it's part of the, it's part of the art form now? Or is it, would it be like devastating? Because I know it's fake, but like, could this person move on after this? Or is wrestling something she does till she's like the equivalent of 90? I kind of like that wrestling is something that she does. So like, even if she loses the mask, Mm -hmm. she will continue in the ring with a new persona. Oh, you're so fucking smart. Oh my God. That's And she's just like, okay, well then now I'm Fern Dampsoil. Like now I am, now I am this person and that has changed my identity, but 
I will continue on. And if I lose that, I'll become somebody else. Like, just I think build another character. Yeah, she just choose, she she picks a new stage name and says and says the show must go on. Because she knows how important this is to like, because mm-hmm. she knows that there are kids like, I mean, you know that there are tons of kids out there who like idolize. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, and so it's it's so important. Not she knows that the persona is not important. It's about who she is. There's there's probably a time when somebody on a uh, when somebody on a subway was like, hey, are you Florina Flytrap? I am. And she's like, yeah, yeah. I sure am. They're like, you. I saw you wrestle and you changed my life. Wow. They're like, can I, can I train with you? And they're like, do like learn, learn you. Yeah. I'll tell you what my mentor told me. Learn you. Figure out who you are and everything else will come with that. I fuck with that. That's awesome. Good, right? Yeah, I love that. This is like a cool wrestling story. I know. All right. Let's roll some tables. Fuck yeah. Let's see. What do we want to roll on? Let's do gladiator. Let's do gladiator. Let's do it. Roll me a D8 for personality trait. Got a D8. Eight. I haven't actually been hit for years. Oh. Hmm. She's too good. She's too good. But what does that imply about her, though? Like, you know what I mean? What does that mean about her personality trait that, like, she hasn't been hit or, like, lose? You know, has there nothing knocked her down in many moons? That's, yeah, she is that. She became, she became so, we mentioned that, like, that was how she fights, right? Yeah. That's just how good she is. It's like, man, nobody, nobody touches me. But does that mean more than just getting hit hit, though? Is it like a knockdown, like, in the business or... Yeah, I kind of like that she hasn't lost a match in a very long time. I have a pitch for you. Yeah. Wrestling becomes a big thing. Like, her, this persona mask will... This Lucha Libre basically becomes very... It becomes the way to wrestle in fantasy. It is sure. the most popular. Yeah. What does that mean then in the business of like, I haven't been hit in a long time, like nothing bad has happened to her in a long time. And what does that tell you about someone like does she is she getting not arrogant, but is it comfortable in this? I think so. I think it's comfort. Okay, so she's is it a negative thing about her? That's, you know, that she hasn't been hit. There hasn't been a setback basically in a long time. Things are going great. I think she gets she's nerve. I think it makes her nervous. She's kind of like, look, I haven't lost a match in a really long time. I don't know what it's going to mean when I finally do. Mm. And it's got to mean a lot to be like the new Slip Willis. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's what she got into this for. Like, I want to be like Slip Willis. And I want like to give people and kids the the, what I felt when I used to watch them. But I don't know if I necessarily like can handle the weight of like, she changes wrestling forever. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think it kind of makes her like, I don't know what happens if I lose. Yeah. I I, she gets like nerve. She gets worried about like letting people down. Mm, I love this because I think a lot of heroes and like real hero heroes, like on adventures and fucking fighting demons and stuff are like inspired by Florina flytrap of like, you know, mm-hmm. people have like shirts and catchphrases, real heroes that are like, you know, never back down like Florina flytrap. When someone's in a pinch, you appear in your pod and you do what needs to be done no matter what. And like, mm-hmm. so what does that mean? Like if I lose my mask and like what I think it's a it's a level of stress for her of like, mm-hmm. this has become bigger than she had anticipated that this persona is this persona is bigger than damp soil. It's a, it's, yeah. a, it's bigger than fern damp soil. And it kind of becomes like, is it enough to be fern damp soil anymore? Am I just Florina flytrap to the world? I think that's beautiful. I think that's, that's painful, but beautiful. Roll me a D6 for an ideal. Animal D6. Go. All right, I got a two, a fish. 
Two is power. I want to become the hero that I pretend to be. Okay. She's She's got big shoes. And that kind of ties in with what you were saying, yeah. right? She's like, I don't know if I can – I don't know if the world will accept me for fern damp soil. So like I have to – I think she has to take on a little bit of like that Florina Flytrap persona in her own life. Yeah. Outside of the ring. She's like, I have to – I see what Florina Flytrap can do for people. I have to find ways for Fern Damp Soil to do the same thing for people. Because something about Fern Damp Soil that I think is, like, we say there's someone who goes after what they want and is really driven, you know, but th- what that really means is kind of like, there's, you want something, right? And there's a way to do it. You figure out how to get it. It's not always going to be the best. Like, it's not going to be fun. Like, training in the woods, fucking training your plant magic for like two years. It's, it's not the best. It's not ideal. Yeah. So it's yeah. someone who knows that like, okay, this isn't going to be the most fun, but I'm going to swallow, you know, I'm going to swallow my pride, really buckle down and really go at it. And I think mm-hmm. there's, there has to be a level of hesitation in there and fear that comes from like, but what if I fail? What if this is mm-hmm. all for nothing? And I think the, that's where the mask comes in, where this is like, this is the, the character is someone who's like, throws caution to the wind, who dives right in, who doesn't worry about that. Who just knows that the goal and the result of action is what's important, you know, mm-hmm. is the outcome outweighs the means. And then don't, 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 don't hesitate. And I think that's it. what it helps her out. I think a lot in her life is the persona mm-hmm. I'm about it. I love it. All about it. Give me a D6 for a bond. Two fish. My costume is part of me and my being. Oh, fuck. Enough said. Yeah. So what does that really mean in like wrestling? You know what I mean? Like you, you gave me an anecdote before the episode, and like it, it, it means that much to the wrestler, right? Almost more than it does to the audience. It is an extension of yourself. The mask is something that is important and powerful, and it is an extension of you. You know, people know you. People know you. People know her as Florina Flytrap. She, she is to those people Florina Flytrap. I dig it. She is not fern damp soil, and I think there's an there's a power to that. There is. And I think a lot she of recognizes power that power. Yeah, that transformative like, ability is is got to be really powerful feeling to like mm-hmm. slip on a mask and become someone who inspires. And like the real fern damp soil, who we said is someone who's like a little hesitant, has an mm-hmm. ability to step away from it. You know, has ability mm-hmm. to take off the Superman. She can take costume. off the mask. She can take off the mask and just go live a quiet life. And I think she loves living that quiet oh, life. Oh, I. Fuck with that. It's so slip willis that it is perfect. Yeah. All right, give me a D6 for a flaw. Alrighty. Six Eagle. Nobody can beat me, and I will destroy anybody who says otherwise. <laughs> Every match is rigged to win. Never fucking loses. She's got so much e like she's Florina Flytrap has so much ego that it actually kind of like grates on people sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like this is shit talk. We said shit talker. You know, yeah. this is a character who's like, I cannot be beaten. And then, in okay, so my idea is like the, a person who like goes into wrestling meetings, like, you know, mu- the Muscle Brothers are there and Big Heart Timmy or whatever. What was it? Little Timmy Big Heart. Little Timmy Big Heart. They're at a meeting and they're like, okay, so what are we going to do today? Like, I think the Muscle Brothers should really pin Florina Flytrap once and for all. She's like, nah. Florina Flytrap does not break character when she's around other mm-hmm. people in the wrestling industry. And is like, I love that. I love it. It's a little, it's kind of annoying. It's kind of like annoying and and, and, and like a pain, yeah. but I love it. I don't lose, man. Nah, that, that ain't for Florina you Flytrap. Can, you, can, you can try to beat me. I'll make you regret it. Yeah. Like we're rigging this thing, but if you want to unrig it, I will unmake you. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think that's a wrap on Florina Flytrap. I think that is a wrap on Florina Flytrap. I love this fucking. Good episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for your prompt, Drifter. 
Um, Drifter used our prompt submission form on our website, allmyfantasychildren.com. So you should do that. And there's also a lot of other ways you can submit a character prompt for future use in an episode. There sure are. You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children. You can post them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren. You can email them to us at uh, allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. Or you can post them to our Discord at bit.ly slash AMFC Discord. Hell yeah. While you're there, check out our Bandcamp. I've got one of those now with all the music from the episodes. Um, check out our Wikipedia made by the amazing Katie Colop. And uh, also check out our Patreon page. It's a great way to become a backer of our show. Give us that much needed financial support that helps us do bigger and cooler things. Yes, indeed. And speaking of cool things, Jeff has another podcast and a fucking game. Party of One is an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Uh, you can find that at partyofonepodcast.com. And on October 16th, I will be launching a Kickstarter for Mission Accomplished, the role-playing game of super spies and office meetings. Uh, it's inspired by things like Archer, the Venture Brothers, Better Off Ted, and my experiences working at a day job for a decade. Uh, it is a great game. I think you'll love it. Go to click back to Kickstarter for that on October 16th. Uh, we'll post, you'll find links everywhere that you can find a link. Oh yeah, you're about to get buried in links. Uh, what else do we do on the show? Oh, verbal hug. Verbal hug. And I think that's pretty much verbal hug and that's a wrap. So verbal hug this week. So this episode, like, I think it was really cool. Like we picked a luchador thing. I don't know anything. I don't really know a lot about that. Jeff does. And I think that's it's it's a good lesson in being like, you know, if you make something, don't be afraid to throw a lot of what you really love outside of the project into it, because like we're going to feel that energy and like that happiness. Like I love in this episode, Jeff's excitement about like teaching me and you at home about the art of professional wrestling and Lucha Libre and like the symbols and the history and how important that is to so many people. Don't be afraid to put shit that you like and that inspires you in your own work. You know, because I want to feel it. I want to get that excitement and I want to learn about you and through your work and what you believe in and what you love. It's amazing. And I think you should do more of that in your projects, just in your regular life. Talk about more shit that you like with your friends and family. The other half of that is lean into the things that you love. Yes. I love Lucha Libre. It is my favorite kind of wrestling. And I do that with no shame. I lean into it. I learned I've, I've, I watch it. I read about it. I learn it. And I love it. And love the things that you love is a common theme in our verbal hugs. Yeah. But like lean into them, like be as enthusiastic as you want to be and as you can, because like the things that you love are so valuable. So get all of the joy out of them that you can, because that's what makes them so special is that they bring you that joy. Yeah. So do the things that you love, love the things you love lean into the things that you love yeah that enthusiasm is infectious like i'm i think now like now that i've learned a lot about lucha libre i'm like that's fucking cool i had no idea mm -hmm. and that enthusiasm is i will pass that forward on through this episode and stuff like that i'm very excited mm -hmm. is there anything else i think that's it i think that's it so on that note good, good night and good, good game, game.